Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I had a dream last start of the night Here we go, before. here we go. No, nothing to do with this. We, England were playing Argentina in the World Cup. And <laughs> Yeah. You are a little boy. Yeah. And they, you are and, a lovely little boy. And they won three yeah. two. Right. And we we we'd done a ramble react at right. half time, and we, and that's when we were going to do the ramble reacts. And I was going, no, surely this makes more sense to do it at full time. Right. We could, we've got the game in. You've we don't need too to many rambles. And I was and I was I was arguing with everybody. Going, no, we need. We could just wait for the second half to finish. But no, we've got to do it now. <laughs> got to do it now. Yeah. And that was. My I did tweet some of the ramble reacts half time because of the Chelsea Spurs game. So you might have read that maybe. Yeah. Subconscious. It's good that you even in your subconscious you're still thinking about the ramble. Still trying mm. to fight the good fight, Jim. Exactly. All right, let's go. Anyway, so Terry Butcher and I did the ramble. <laughs> Do not stop the party, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. Brighton win again in Europe, but Liverpool lost. It's Friday, 10th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Jim Campbell. Welcome, everybody. It's Friday. Harumph! Harumph! It's a good, a positive harumph. You know, yeah. Yeah. Be a bad thing. I know, but I'm changing it. High harumphing it. on a Friday. <laughs> wow, this <laughs> is going to be a big weekend. Marcus yeah. has reclaimed harumph. Damn right. Oh, yeah. He's down, left, his right. Oi, yeah. Harumph is good. 
I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. Harumph. I said harumph. Right. Harumph, harumph. You just watched Three yourself. harumphs Thank for Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Hip, hip, harumph. <laughs> <laughs> there we are, everybody. Now, uh, before we talk about uh, all that Europa League and Europa Conference League action, we just want to say that we bloody love bringing you the football ramble throughout each and every season. And if you love listening to us as we um, love listening to you or talking to you at least, then please do sign up to our Football Ramble Patreon. Uh, as a friend of the Ramble, you'll get zero ads on the shows. You'll get access to our Discord community with over a thousand other Patreon subscribers like you. And the, the chat is scintillating, let me tell you. Um, you'll get more Ramble content with uh, an extended edition of every single uh, Wednesday Football Ramble delivered directly into your podcast app of choice. And that's all for $5 a month. So do search patreon.com forward slash football ramble for more info or click on the link in the show notes. Gentlemen, let us march over to Amsterdam, where Ajax lost 2-0 to Brighton. Another victory for Brighton against those European heavyweights, Jim. Gadzooks. Mm. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was great, wasn't it? it Although was. James Milner going off injured did, like, rock my own faith in mortality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I mean, it's all going to end one day. He'll be back. I think, I think what, what more have Ajax got to do mm. to not be considered the heavyweights anymore? Yeah, in they are really <laughs> having a go. <laughs> because, like, you know, They're doing Man United moves, aren't they? Yeah, I don't want to take anything away from, from Brighton. <laughs> But, I mean, there's a certain set of circumstances that needs to happen over quite a long period of time for a club like Brighton yeah. to double in Europe over Ajax. Well, yeah. it's, and it's happened, and good for yeah. them. But I loved Roberto De Zerbi, who was absolutely beaming after the match, as you could say. That was said, great, yeah. And he said, this is this is one of the greatest results in this club's 122-year yeah. history. Oh, without a doubt. And if someone it is was the to, best one, probably. Well, there you go. But but if someone if was to say... If you don't concentrate on how Ajax are playing. Yeah, well, this moment. is it. So if someone said, well, yeah, but Ajax, I mean, they're not that good. 122-year history, mate. This is yeah. the best one. It's no, damn I, think right. I think that's right and I think you know someone said in the commentary team didn't they that you know no. 20 odd years ago Brighton were playing in front of 1900 people they drew it home to Mansfield and they were bottom of the football league there you go and now look what's happening to them and of course it. I don't, I don't necessarily think actually that Ajax need to be really really bad for Brighton to have been able to beat them because Brighton are a good team mm-hmm. you know, one of the best teams in the country and they've, they've finished in the upper echelons of the Premier League so, you know, that's why they're in this competition. So we have to respect that. They're a good team. and We respect that. The financial muscle of um, of the Premier League obviously comes to the fore as well. But it's just an incredible situation. And I'm saying it with love. I'm saying it like, I felt this when they beat them in the home game as well. You look around the Amex at the fans there, they can't believe their luck. And no, that's a really yeah. nice thing. It's not a bad thing. It's great. But they use that energy as momentum, don't they? They were really, they were brilliant in the stadium last night. You could hear them all throughout the game, and they were really in control for most of it as well. The, mm. the, both goals are really, really slick moves. They were. They normally, they would dominate possession. They didn't so much, but they were comfortable with that as well. It was, it was very good. I mean, to put it in context about uh, how how Ajax are doing at the moment, that was only Brighton's second clean sheet in all competitions this yeah. season. Mm. The first one being the home game against Ajax. Yeah. And they, they've, had to, they've had to turn this group around as well, though. They have you know, to. Yeah. Good well. point to make. Anzu Fati scored again. Lovely finish. A lovely finish. He's having a good time. He's mm. he's scored a few goals now um, at Brighton and he's playing with a smile on his face, which Roberto De Zerbi said he wanted him to when he went there. But De Zerbi did say, uh, despite Fatty's um, man of the match performance, he said he can't just score an assist and then that's enough. He's got to want more. And I suppose, Jim... Well, he needs to start games then, doesn't he? Well... He's not in the Premier League yet. Yeah. But, Give him a chance. But do you not think, Jim, that is... You know, if, if all things were, were well, 
with Andrew Fatty, he wouldn't be at Brighton. He'd still be at Barcelona. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So it feeds I mean, he's, into that. He's, it's not been a sort of linear progression for Andrew Fatty, hasn't it? Mm. He's obviously still really, really young. But I suppose part of Deserby's work here is to is to challenge him as much as possible because he looked like he could be an absolute world beater when he started. Yeah. And there's everything to suggest mm. if he can put fitness issues behind him that that might still be the case. So, yeah. I mean, he's probably got a bespoke plan for motivating him isn't he that we're seeing here yeah are Arsenal going to try and pinch him when he's done um, I, they, they were linked with him actually yeah. oh Deserby do you mean that, no uh, well both <laughs> like, <why not? laughs> little package little Christmas package I think Arteta say for now yeah they, I think he probably <laughs> is Yeah, they, they they were linked with Fatty in the summer but I think it might have been a little bit spurious I don't think it's a position that they'll be um, looking for well we know we can play in the Premier League we'll take it from here everybody <laughs> can I spare a word for um, someone who has to be considered one of the greatest Brighton players of all time and that's Pascal, Pascal Gross, Gross. Yeah. you love Pascal Gross he's great like last night halfway through the second half whatever it was oh we need someone to play left back I'll do it yep. <laughs> yeah, no problem 32 I'll do yeah. anything yeah. I normally play on the right but I'll play left back a glor- fine a glorious uh, see out the clean sheet yeah he's, yeah, been, but, he's been wonderful Milner being in the side though you are a bit like I'm not the oldest <laughs> no it's true <laughs> and I'm not the most versatile Milner, so I'll get Milner the... had gone off though so yeah. maybe that's it maybe that's yeah. how it works oldest has to be the big brother <laughs> Mil- the granddaddy of the club has to yeah. fill in yeah Milner's the end of level boss versatile old man isn't it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's the Pas- ultimate Pascal Gross has um, got a few years to go yet but I, I just think he's amazing I just think he's a brilliant player he is very much so. Uh, I did, going around uh, the uh, English sides um, last night before we get to Liverpool, uh, we should mention uh, West Ham getting a good win at home yeah. um, against Olympiacos. And that goal from uh, from Lucas Pacatar, it was the assist, Pete yeah. Donaldson, mm. from James Ward-Prowse that we bloody love. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a really professional performance from West Ham uh, in its entirety, I think. Um, Olympiacos could have... Well, West Ham are quite leaky, aren't they, at the back? That's where they've kind they of... Been <clears> that's, where, that's, that's, where, yeah. that's where yeah. their problems lie in the Premier League. But uh, they, they sort of bide the t- bide bide bid 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 Bodod, their Bude. time. Bodod did their time, and <laughs> yeah, they, Joe uh, Biden their time, and, and, and I think they're quite wasteful um, in Olympiacos. So West Ham, great, great win. Oh, yeah, it was, great it was a lovely goal. I was glad he was on side for that. He also there was a there was a check, wasn't there? And he went down once it was given. He mm. went down the other end to give it some shit to the Olympic uh, Olympiacos fans because the first leg was quite tasty in that. Mm. In the pre-game build-up to this, there was uh, yet another reference to Keystone Cops. <laughs> this, was, uh, <laughs> yes, this, this was a yes. reference to David Moyes referencing it. So it's a reference to a reference to a reference Ooh. and uh, when this was put to Joe Carl he said oh Moisey he's got loads of 80s references it's like yeah. no one knows no what one this knows. reference is <laughs> it was yeah. a reference and in the 80s and it a reference something from the 20s I would say that like so the Keystone Cops movies were apparently made between 1912 and 1917 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the 80s and also <laughs> I must be fucking ancient <laughs> and also like um, the idea of a Keystone as well it's like you know it's the top of the arch it's the yeah. thing that holds everything together yeah. so it's Kind of weird to, yeah. for them well, to be named I, that anyway. I remember it well, being named used... after the studio, apparently, because that's right. how, how okay. Hollywood used to be. Hey, we're a studio. We got some stupid cops for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I always remember being, um, have been around and people were saying that stuff when I was a kid. Yeah, and I yeah, never yeah. really questioned it. No, you just always oh, must. They just must be. Stupid cops, right? You yeah, don't understand it. You don't really care. I presume it's like the LA riots or something, <laughs> like something involved there. I don't know. What? Where's that come from? Because well, the police were corrupt, aren't they? Marcus, yeah. what? I can have a go at the LA riot. I'm going to have a go can. at Daryl Gates, on, the on. head of the LA riot <laughs> cop division. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I, think I, I think I can safely have a right. go at him. All right? Jim, 
You and I are going to stand back for a moment. <laughs> Luke's defending the LA. Right. I wasn't He's defending it. The I, was, I, just, I was just confused as the reference. I wasn't defending right. the actions. Uh-huh. Right, okay. I was just confused. You're stood on top of your bodega with a gun, right? <laughs> Firing at will. Bodegas are actually in New York, so you've embarrassed yourself. All right. There. Yeah. yeah. Ask Daryl Gates. Is it fair to say Pete is the Keystone Cops of this show? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all enjoyed that interaction, right. everybody, <laughs> and we're all wiser for it. Uh, West Ham are top of their group, though, more importantly. And in the Europa Conference League, we should give a little mention to those villains, of course, Aston Villa, who moved up to second in their group uh, with a nice win. Um, so uh, and, and, and it's, all, it's all coming up, the English clubs in Europe. Well, I think, you know, you've realistically got to suggest that Aston Villa should be targeting to win this. Yes. Well, with, especially with their manager. With <laughs> and, and Has give, he ever won the conference? He won't have done because he's only been around for a couple of seasons. Marcus, he's never lowered himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it He's season. never had the chance. No, exactly. Because we've already had, what, Mourinho and, uh, and Moyes, of yeah. course, would be mm. the only he's, winners unless I'm missing one there. No, it's only the third one. So. Yeah, there you are. He's yeah, never going to have... Awesome. He's never going to have... He's still doing this good evening, which I like as well. Did that before the game at pitch side. Although if he does win that one, then it does put a bit of pressure on him to win the Champions League to get the full set. Mm. You know, you see, not a villa. I mean, it's be, no, I, mean, yeah. well, I think that's, that's too far. Oh, well, stop they, they're having this a go at Aston Villa and <laughs> Birmingham in general. Great club, but Marcus, the plan will be Is to it? win the Conference League this year. To yes, qualify for the Europa League, win the Europa League. Yeah, there you go. Qualify for the Champions League and have a crack at it. That's clear one. progression. Oh, that definitely happens. It's obvious. Yeah. It is obvious. It's easy. Um, Give it to him now. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to him now. <laughs> Forgive me for not seeing that. But the reason I'm saying that is because they have found it a little bit trickier than they thought they would. I expect. Yeah. And then you look at the size of the budgets of the Premier League clubs compared to some of these European teams. And really, I mean, that's why, you know, as, as, as I think you guys mentioned on Ramble Reacts after the United game, the very idea that, like, Alejandro Garnacho is, like, shushing Copenhagen fans. It's just <laughs> embarrassing. It's like, if I was his manager, yeah. and I understand Eric Ten Hag might not be in control of a lot at the moment, mm. but if, if I was that much in control, I could do this, I would say to him, what are you fucking doing? I'd kick him out of the WhatsApp group. Shut the fuck up. Um, but you said Aston Villa are finding it a bit tricky. They have won three out of four. I wasn't, I wasn't talking necessarily about last night. I was talking about they, they were beaten by Legia Warsaw, weren't they? They were. In a, in a, but they've bounced back. In a ding-dong. It was a ding-dong they affair. They have bounced back. Yeah. Um, are Liverpool going to bounce back in the Europa League? They were beaten 3-2 by Toulouse. To lose or not to lose, Jim? That's the question. <laughs> the clopper, yeah, the the clopper was, was yes. The <laughs> was yes. <laughs> the, cl- the clopper was fuming. Yeah. Oh. It's absolutely <laughs> fuming. Keystone clippity-clop. It, uh, it, it was, it was, <laughs> Keystone clop. <laughs> It was like the press conference arrangements had been put in there specifically to annoy him. They knew it, it fucking worked. It was yeah. in a that tent. Was, yeah. If anyone missed this, it was in a tent. It was in a and tent. you could hear the fans just having the absolute time of their lives what, while he's what, sitting there going, who's arranged this? Why was this? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's a one-month Firefest. Welcome to the Europa League. I Jürgen. did not buy tickets for Firefest. I did yeah. not expect did, to be Do we get a reason why? I mean, well, I'm sure we'll go on the Reddit forums for Liverpool, but like, have you got a reason why that happened in a tent? Who cares? What are they doing? <laughs> I just, just think that they're playing Lask next in in, in the Europa League. Yeah. You just sort of think they have the chance to do some really fun stuff. <laughs> who who took us to a strudel factory to do this? <laughs> An alpine horn testing facility? Yes. And I'm trying to do my post-match. I die. <laughs> it's interesting that the president of Toulouse is Damien Camoli as well. Right. Oh, yes. For a while. Yes, yes. Mm. Good knowledge. Quite, quite interesting. I do like that Toulouse Stadium. I always enjoy yeah. seeing it rise in the 98 World Cup. Great kit as well. Yeah. Mm. And that, they've, got pur- they've got a purple, purple thing going on. Yeah. Lots um, of like proper club. Maybe the setup there is because they're got a slightly smaller facilities than what you'd expect mm-hmm. and so they have to do a kind of makeshift in because they're in Europe I, I don't know this I mean we need Andy mm. to tell us but anyway give them the benefit of the banter the, yeah the, the upshot <laughs> is that like I understand it's, a, it's annoying particularly the way they were beaten because 
Jota scored late on, and then there was another goal from a young player who you know would have scored his first goal for Liverpool. And it's disallowed for I, I, yeah. I, fairly given the laws now. For, for well, a, hang on, so uh, I'm going to have to stop you there. Okay, right, because right. the IFAB laws state that an accidental handball that leads to a teammate scoring a goal or having a goal-scoring opportunity will no longer be considered an offence. Oh. Do you think McAllister meant to handle that? Absolutely not. Right. Th- so really, the goal should have stood. Well, can I, can I have a good answer to the question? Go on. If you're playing at that level and you can't control the ball properly... No, that's, but that's not... <laughs> it's different though, isn't it? <laughs> then if it's accidental, it shouldn't have been accidental. So yeah. that leads Mike, me to Mike, believe... The accident, Mike the, Dean, is, is that you? <laughs> I see. I see. So, so what... what Interestingly enough, fair enough. If that's if that's the law as it is now, then I, I stand corrected," said the man in the orthopedic shoe. Uh, but but I I was at the time slightly confused because I thought there was a t-shirt law now anyway. T-shirt law, yeah, where right. if it hits if you it above hits the t-shirt the... line, it's not handball, right? And it looked like it did. My point is anyway that you could understand why Klopp is annoyed at the situation, mm. right? At the same time, his team defended abysmally, which he did say he was more annoyed <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah, but. Also, near him. There, yeah, exactly. <laughs> apparently, apparently. apparently, I had to lip yeah. read that. <laughs> there has to be an understanding, surely, that if you get beaten, you're a massive club. Mm. For Toulouse to beat Liverpool at this stage is crazy. It's mm. amazing for them, and they're going to be celebrating. Yeah. You've got to fucking take it on the chill. You look yeah. like the world's biggest yeah. idiot. It was a great game, though. Yeah, it was a brilliant game. Epic of Gilgamesh stuff. It, it really was. was. It was really good. <laughs> and I, I, do, do you understand what I mean? Where, where, where you just look so churlish if you're going to be angry about that. Yeah, yeah. I think he can, he can be annoyed at the. The whole situation in general, though, and, and his team, you know, letting him down, disappointing him in his mind, having a um, a late equaliser chalked off for a, for a spurious reason. Well, it's apparently I spurious. I didn't know that, so that's, that's on me for not understanding that. Mm. Crazy. Well, I mean, Liverpool are still top of the group, we should say. So they're, they're, you know, they're still, as you would expect them to be. But it is a remarkable result for Toulouse. I mean, considering Liverpool battered them 5 1 at Anfield. And uh, and they've, and they've got a famous victory there. So um, yeah, I, I, as I say, I don't think this will uh, impinge on Liverpool's uh, challenge for the Europa League. And of course, Liverpool are in action against Brentford on Sunday at two pm. Back in the old Premier League. Now this could be the old banana skin, couldn't it? Brentford yeah. have won their last three games, and they bloody love giving it to the big boys. They do. And Liverpool's midfield looks a bit disjointed at the moment doesn't it yeah. there was a lot of that on display yesterday and you, you wonder if Brentford will will fancy this because they are just they're just stacked with confidence aren't they Brentford yeah, that's been one of the tenets of their time in the Premier League the only thing that's down you know, against them would be the fact that at Anfield their record's not very good but they have got a decent record yeah. against Liverpool generally last season they beat them at Griffin Park yeah and, and, and yeah. winning their last three games you know Brentford were well, the Brentford, have... Brentford Community Stadium whatever it's called yeah yeah, yeah 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 of course yeah um, winning the last three games suddenly they're up to ninth you know, just um, a couple of points behind Brighton, you know. Mm. So they've they've started to churn out some results, really. And, you know, we've, we've talked about him a lot, but with Brian and Buemo, who is you know, this season on form, one of the best attacking players in the league uh, and whatnot, they are set up as they did against Chelsea. Yeah, they rode their luck a little bit, we can't deny. But to play on the break as they do, it's it's a lovely old job. And against these bigger sides, it's perfect. Big Neil Mulpoy back in the in the in yeah. the goals as well. There you go. Fourteen you... month goal drought for yeah. a striker. That's I mean that is poor. Yeah, it's not ideal. I don't it? think you should be allowed to celebrate the goal. I think you should be like a yeah. bank account. You've got to deposit a certain <laughs> amount before you can start withdrawing celebrations. <laughs> is he still in debt? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. he's in his overdraft. Um, Nathan Collins said of uh, Neil Mulpoy, said Neil is a madman. 
He's one of the most unpredictable people ever. But we're all buzzing for him. Did that, sort of, <laughs> that sort of implies he's deliberately not been scoring. For yeah. yeah. Well, he's so unpredictable because we always think he's going to score and then he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. We're all buzzing for him because we're been, really frightened. He's been he predictable cliche to score goals as a striker. <laughs> Pete, Pete, you are definitely one of the most unpredictable people ever. Um, do you have any strong feelings about Neil Moorpie? Um, yeah, I'd definitely put him in my fantasy team because <laughs> right. I hate myself. Sure. <laughs> checks out he gets the minutes he gets the minutes minutes. he just doesn't get the goals he gets the minutes everybody yeah Um, so yeah an interesting one there uh, of course I mean Liverpool um, they are third in the Premier League we shouldn't forget that I think they're we we, we talked you know a number of weeks ago saying that the results have been a little bit better than the performances but at some point you know you look around and you kind of think well actually after 11 games they're three points off Manchester City at the top Mm. yeah they're they're very much in the, in the top race. It is good, um, of course, and that yeah, was yeah, that, and that was. I mean, dropping points at Luton, of course, was was disappointing, but they're there. And uh, and, and yeah, you know, think of all that. You think of the kind of the narrative around two clubs like say Liverpool and Spurs, who were you know separated by two points. There's been a lot of positive chat about Spurs, and understandably so, and and rightly so. And there's not really been that much chat about Liverpool. They've gone under the radar as much as a team of the size Liverpool can go. Yeah. Under the radar, but Liverpool have scored more goals than Premier League and Spurs. They've conceded fewer goals, you know. So yeah. it's, it, you know, it's, they are vaguely comparable, even though Spurs have got a couple of extra points. Mm. And given Liverpool's experience at the very top of the Premier League under Klopp, you know, it wouldn't be hugely surprising to see them there or thereabouts. Yeah, I, I think this, the important thing is that they're scoring goals. I mean, mm. only Manchester City and um, Newcastle United have scored more goals than them in, in the league this season. No, Aston Villa have. Uh, thus far. Aston Villa, really? Aston Villa have scored 26, Liverpool have scored 24. My giddy aunt. Um, let me, yeah, uh, sorry, goal difference I meant. Sorry. Oh, okay. But that's, not, but that's clearly not what you said, though, is that's it? That's clearly not what I said, and I'm now correcting myself. <laughs> yeah. So, right. ladies and gentlemen, I've got a little something for you here. As Marcus would say, I think we've all learned something here. <laughs> <laughs> Only Manchester City and Newcastle have got a superior goal difference. Marcus, that's spot on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well done, mate. I've got the table in front of me. My comments about Bueno. <laughs> to, uh, in Bueno. If what are you, you talking about? I don't know. Just trying to help us nice out and I fucked nice it. Nice it. Nice it. That's a, it's I'm a, a nice it for you. you Peter, I'm a nice it. You've got a Kinder Bueno in your head. Kinder Bueno. I'm getting a little yeah. bit uh, confused. That could be the, the, the tagline for Kinder Bueno. Nice it. Nice crunch. it. Yeah. Crunch. crunch. Yeah. Is it crunch? Uh, I don't know. Bruno Gimaraes loves a Kinder Bueno, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He's got to stop it, eating them, apparently. It's an egg, yeah. isn't he? He likes the eggs. Is that oh, right? is it just the, oh, No, I think it's the. I, I think it's all of it. I think it's the. I think it's the um, I can't say it in Bueno. The Bueno, the Kinder Bueno. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Spanish for good, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Whereas, whereas so we you're melting my mind. Help. <laughs> kinder Egg is presumably child egg. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Kinder Bueno is child good. It all makes sense in the end. It does. It all makes sense in the end. Yeah. Um, before we move on from Liverpool, did you did you read Roberto Firmino's? Uh, I did. Yes. Extract. I read the from extract his, from yeah. his uh, sort of memoir what of his time say, at Marcus? Liverpool. What did he say? I, 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 I read it and I thought this will be a fucking boring book. Mm. Really boring. <laughs> yeah. You do. You weren't that bothered by the. Extract. I like that that that, I, that bit fell some way short of explosive yeah I, but I got the you. impression it would be the most explosive part of it yeah I thought they chose it yeah I thought that, that so it's he was suggesting that he's well obviously on the pitch he played in between Mane and Salah one of the mm. finest uh, forward lines we've ever seen quite frankly um, and he was suggesting that you know I had to you know pull them apart sometimes because they didn't really get on and I was thinking oh my goodness they you know but they were going to come to blows and all this but it really focused on that game away to Burnley when they won 3-0 and Mane was really pissed off with Salah Salah didn't pass to him but yeah. not passing and so mm-hmm. on and and he said oh yeah they they and I think at one point he said, you know, they didn't really talk to each other, but then they would always talk to each other. And I thought, I don't know, yeah. This, yeah. The like gist Colin. is, obviously nice man is nice. Yeah. Yes. And, and I, I think it was always kind of fairly well known that Firmino was the kind of glue that 
yeah. the happy-go-lucky kind of glue, right? It was. It mm. wasn't, and and crucially, was was a far more balanced person, mm. but also wasn't that bothered about personal goal scoring record, which is quite rare for a yeah. guy who's playing through the middle and well, wearing number nine. Always a nail out striker. Well, that's often wise and attacking midfielder and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. But it's it's interesting the sense that Salah and Mane weren't really friends. He doesn't imply that they didn't get on, but I mean, there was a not, sense they didn't really spend time together or hang out. You would you would think that being in a front three like that, challenging for mm-hmm. absolutely everything as they did, would be one of the, sort of the ultimate bonding experiences. So it's really interesting to me that they that they just kind of were I'll, a bit distant like that. I'll bond with you, Jim. Yeah, what, if you want. Yeah, Go later. On. Well, right, not now, cool, later yeah. on, yeah. I'll, I'll bond with you like Femina's teeth. Make a bit Bonded with the original teeth. So if Jim, uh, Pete's doing something about Femina's teeth. So <laughs> That's it. No, no buenos. Done it now, no, no. buenos. No buenos for me, for me no. No. And no. rot them out. Peter, is it time for a break? No, oh. Marcus, it's not. Uh, because I have a message from okay. Lost Vagabonds on Instagram. A Peruvian Liga One uh, correspondent here checking in with some top shithousery from a whole football club to another. In tonight's classical final of the league, uh, a weird South American uh, two-legged cup final, league match final, uh, all rolled into one. Universitario versus Alanza Lima, the Peruvian classical, finished with La Ooh, as they are known, <laughs> uh, winning away at Alianza. After the last five minutes, full of flares and players falling over themselves in the dying seconds, <laughs> uh, the match was won. So what did Alianza do? They switched off all of the lights. 30,000 people in the stadium uh, couldn't celebrate or be seen celebrating <laughs> on television. It's a massive health and safety issue. Not I, don't not massive, yeah. I don't want to sound like the most British bloke in the world, but that Ooh. is a very, very dangerous thing to do. It yeah. is massively. And like... I mean, I, I think other people in other countries are concerned with health and safety. No, but it's kind of a British thing to say, though, isn't it? Do like, you know there's actually some rules here? Yeah, yeah. very much so. Yeah, it's, it's very much against the spirit of the game. But I would yeah. say they probably if they if a club fan comes in from their governing body, they'll just turn the fax machine off. Fax <laughs> machine off. <laughs> Didn't hear it. I could see Mourinho doing that. Yeah, yes. at Rome, yeah. and but just having a spotlight on him and just doing that. <laughs> yeah, sprinklers on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, like people are calling it shit housing. This is bigger than shit housing. It's, this it's, is shit palacing. This is Dion Dublin showing you around a five-bedroom shit house yeah. <laughs> with a pool. Stairs upstairs to the bedrooms. Yeah, yeah. permission to extend. Yeah. Lovely. Shit homes under the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time for a break. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. 
Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Welcome back to the front row. Everybody. Uh, John McGinn there uh, yeah. with his favourite food. Yeah, <laughs> The big one on <laughs> Sunday at 4.30 is Chelsea versus Manchester City. How about that? Now, before we get to the game, Gareth Southgate announces England scored yesterday. Yeah, get him out the final way. Get two. <laughs> <laughs> for the final two European uh, Championship qualifiers, yeah. uh, of course. Um, it, largely unchanged, apart from Eddie Nketiah John Stone sitting out because of injury. The big news, though, Pete Donaldson, mm. is Raheem Sterling has been left out once again. For the fifth time in a row, Gareth Southgate has insisted the door is 100% open, oh. but just not at the moment. Well, well can, closing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> click, click, click. It's, it's closed Jay. for a few weeks, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, well, of course, this is He the... does it like he would skitter in rather than walk in, wouldn't he? A lot of skittering. Yeah. Um, I think this would be the penultimate uh, England squad, of course, uh, before the Euros in March. There's friendlies uh, against Brazil, and uh, mm. I forget who the other... Belgium, I think. Um, uh, so, yes, it's interesting. I mean... I'm, I'm so glad they didn't take Gordon. I was like, please Gordon. don't take Gordon. 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 Please don't take Gordon. Sterling. Only Harry Kane has got more caps under Southgate. Yeah. Than, than yeah. 55 against 53, I think it is. As it's been made in the media, a huge part of uh, of Southgate's England, of course. And yet since that time where he, he decided that he, he wasn't fit enough or he wanted to work on his fitness or something like that last June, um, and he decided not to uh, to join up, Southgate's not, not picked him again. Yeah, uh, I think... Perfect balance is sort of impossible in international football, isn't it? In terms oh. of picking your squads and keeping everybody ready for for you know the challenges that come ahead. And I think if there's anyone you can leave out and know that they can just pick up where they left off yeah. based on their experience and their previous contributions mm. and you know age profile and whatnot, it is Raheem Sterling. And I think you pick him as well because he can play the various number of positions uh, across. He can play the right or the left. Uh-huh. He's done that for Chelsea this year. He's played for the middle as well, a bit, I think. So you would pick him? I, I think I probably would. He'll be in the squad. Um, can I also say there's been a there's been a um, Madison's pulled out. Yeah, a little bit of news this morning. James Madison's pulled out due to injury. I think he's been carrying a little injury for mm. a while. Reese James has decided not to go because to work on his fitness and Southgate said, "Look, I understand that," but he said, "But he's also got to realise there's only one more squad after this, mm. and there's a fierce competition, particularly in that area." Mm. Now, Southgate Harry Maguire could play there. He could. <laughs> Yeah. Now he's starting for Manchester United. Do you think I'm he... fine with it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You see, <laughs> I knew he'd come back round. And he's he's brilliant. They're yeah. brilliant. Yeah. It's so <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah. It's not. I love fault. the way he remonstrates. Yeah. With uh, officials. It's a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Well, we, we, that could come in handy in the Euros, of course. Could do. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jordan Henderson's in there. Yes, he is. Yes, yes he good is. Good to see. Yeah. yeah. Playing at a very high level. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 
You've enjoyed his performances for his club recently, Marcus, presumably, have you? Yeah. Um, I think, <laughs> I think you know, I was speaking on the 698 of us that saw the game. Uh, <laughs> I got so excited as I closed down my running order. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is just briefly on, on Sterling, when it was put to Southgate, and he said, well, who do you drop? Which is a fair question. But if you look in those positions, I mean, Saka is now starting where, where Sterling used to. And on, on the other side, you know, he quite likes Foden, which, which is fair enough. I mean, there is, a, there is a spot for Jared Bowen in there. I think if you're Sterling, you're thinking, well, you know, surely I've done a bit more than him. But I think mm. it's harsh to maybe pick on Bowen because, as you said, we know what Sterling can contribute at England. But it will be interesting to see if he can get back into that squad come March. What do you make of that um, FA review of Sterling for throwing something back into the crowd, mm. allegedly, against um, Spurs? Yes. Didn't, didn't Carragher get like a police caution for that back in the day? That rings a vague bell. Well, that was it at he Arsenal. Was no, no someone threw a so, coin at him and he picked it up and he threw it. No, he, he caught it in his mouth and he spat it right back. <laughs> yeah. Right. At the speed of a like bullet. Like Kirby. Bruce Lee-esque, yeah. isn't it? Nice. Mm. Um, the, 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 the issue with... Um, you see many Bruce Lee films, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He do a lot of spitting, Bruce see Lee. See much Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do a lot of um, spitting, Bruce Lee. But anyway, um, Sterling, it's, it's a weird situation because, of course, the players need to hold themselves up to a, to a higher standard. This has come from a video that was shared quite widely on TikTok. Yeah. By his own club, unhelpfully. Yeah, I don't, by Gareth Southgate. See that. <laughs> see. But at the same time, part of me does think, and I know this is a controversial thing to say, but part of me does think, Right, if you are going to throw something like that at a player, mm. you're going to come out here, <clears throat> yeah. and he's a professional athlete, and he gets to throw it back. <laughs> yeah. At the same range, <laughs> it's him. perfectly fair. He's allowed to he wang it right at you. fucking Club branded catapult. Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. So I can't, I can't have too much sympathy for him because of, obviously he understands the rules. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, do we really have to deal with this kind of thing? Can people just not do this stupid shit yeah. all the time? Mm-hmm. So anyway. Those gold bars they were throwing in midweek. <laughs> <It was. laughs> Apparently they weren't actually they gold. They weren't actually gold bars. Yeah, because uh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, grounds would be like, I'll uh, deal yeah, with I'll this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just got his fork out, digging holes. <laughs> <laughs> Burying them. Yes, uh, yeah. come back later for this lot. <laughs> yeah. um, Chelsea, of course, uh, beat Tottenham Hotspur in that incredible game last Monday. Mm. It was one of the best games I've ever seen. Yeah, it was incredible. It was a lot of fun, nice. wasn't it? Yeah. I, I like the high line that Spurs played. You were a little bit, I thought, unfair. No, I didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah. I said it was suicidal. I didn't think it was suicidal. <laughs> they lost 4-1 at home. Yeah, but the two goals were very late on and they yeah. had chances to equalise. Yeah. That's the point. If you're going to say the goals were late on, yes. then you need to acknowledge the sheer amount of fuckery that mm. Chelsea performed before that. Yeah, but they know mm. that, so they had it go. And and Any... Son has a chance, and was it, I forget who nearly got the header. And when Eric, Eric Dyer had a oh, very, Eric Dyer's very narrow yeah. one as well. And when, and when we say it was a late, late goals, they were late goals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To the point of, I don't think they should have stood. No. <laughs> so congratulations to Spurs on their draw against Chelsea. Chelsea yeah, was a brilliant right. point. Yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> that high line well uh, did it. And of course, you know, that's just Ange for you. Because mm. we love everything we love he does. everything yeah. he does. Oh, yeah. Yes. He can't do the wrong gym. Do you want to come in on that? Everything no, to me. <laughs> <laughs> bit, well, bit of Michelle Branch Bit of there. Michelle Branch. Wrong lyrics, but we understand where you're going with it. Yeah, yeah, it? Um, everything good. to me? You're everywhere to me. Oh, song's sh- called I always everywhere. do that. Yeah. I don't know any of this. Nicholas Jackson. I am going to move on. Nicholas Jackson scored a hat-trick, Peter. Yes. Good for him, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, it was. Right, okay, yeah, we like that. Christian and Cuckoo finally rejoined training this week after Ed Sheeran injured him in the summer. Imagine losing a fight to Ed Sheeran. Well, not acceptable, is it? He looks like but I mean, he looks like a Chelsea Lawney from like Sweden. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he a couple does. of matches in the Carling Cup, then you're off to the Julipa. Jupala. 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 Yeah, maybe. I, um, I th- I'm pleased for Mkuku because he's obviously a good player and we want to see him play. Yeah. And I he, mean, he's a, he's a 
really, really good player. Yeah. He's, he's going to be a difference maker for Chelsea when he's fit. I you think would think he's so. He's the forgotten man a little bit, but that's a huge, huge advantage. It is, yes. I think it's a big test for Man City as well on Sunday. It's a Sunday afternoon mm. um, curtain, <laughs> curtain closer, if that's the phrase. I didn't think um, so. And um, it's a big test for both these teams. I mean, Chelsea have been resurgent. Uh, Man City have shown themselves to be a bit vulnerable here or there. So it'll be a really good litmus test for both of them, I think. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the news that um, Manchester City are possibly prepared to sell Kevin De Bruyne? Where's this, where's this come from? Though? Yeah. Because I read earlier this week that Big Ange has been linked with Man United. So you can read anything. Mm, yeah. Well, I, you know, there's, there's interest from Saudi Arabia. Mm. I mean, do you not what, think for like such a... I mean, he's a miserable man. <laughs> It yeah. would be a great move for him, miserable-wise. Like, really into his Garfield without lasagna kind of vibes. Like, like, <laughs> or in a big high-rise, just looking out going, I'm so miserable. When um, Kevin De Bruyne was linked with moving away from Man City, yeah. someone obviously um, rang up Gabby Agbonlahor for a quote. And this wasn't even Gabby Agbonlahor on his... On his it wasn't even on Talk Terrible Talk. radio show. Right. Someone called him up and he just... apparently. This is basically what he said. Um... He's irreplaceable, but what you should do is just go out and get the next best player. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Gabby. That's, what, that's what I need. Yeah. He identified that as Jamal Musiala. Yeah. And Jamal Musiala is a great player. Yeah. It's a, it's a shout, though, isn't it? <laughs> Big shout. It's a, it's a huge shout. Never go to Gabby for anything. Or, really? Nah. Or, or even on Cameo to go give to me him a for little... everything. <laughs> yeah, one or the because other. Because this happens. I, I enjoyed the Cameo that um, Pete arranged for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Well, then, get off his back. Well, then. Crying out ruddy loud. Um, John Stone's still injured. Hmm. Not yeah. good news. How did Pep Guardiola describe it? He said, it's it's deep bad news. <laughs> this is deep bad news. Yeah. It's like a dubbed film, isn't it? Yeah. It's not his first language. Oh, no, I dropped, Come on. I dropped my gun. I got a bigger gun. I'm the baddie. <laughs> Pep Guardiola. Oh, this is Keystone Cops again, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, Man City will be favourites for this game against Chelsea, going back to that. Yeah. Um, again, I the Spurs game was such an odd one. But they did win 4-1, and it is a confidence boost to, to Jackson. We're still not sure. The, some of the Chelsea performances, as we've mentioned, and other people have done, that the performance has been a bit better than the results. But some of the performances have not been good. You yeah. know, they are 10th. The league table does not lie, Jim. They've been very inconsistent, haven't they, in terms of when they get a result that you think, OK, all right, the fun's over now. They're going yeah. to start, you know, going to start being more like the Chelsea we know. Mm -hmm. Then they, they lose a game or, or they, they drop points in a, in a silly way. So I think, you know, going to... This could be three nil Manchester Entertaining City, City is, is a big ask. I, I think the league table does lie a little bit at this stage of the season. Do you think? A little bit. I, I think the more we go on, the less it lies. Right. For sure. What what lie is it telling at the moment, then? It's a very small white lie at the moment. It's like right. a little fib. I think some things Do could change. Do you remember change. that whopper it told when Leicester won the league. Oh, I yeah. Think, yeah. That was, I think, it wouldn't back down, would it? No. <laughs> we just it's all had to accept it. I think the league, that was true. the league table is the only pure thing in football these days, I think. Yeah, oh, probably yeah. is, yeah. Mm -hmm. Numbers. Is. But I, I, th I think um, there's a couple of teams maybe in a little touch of a false position, maybe. Okay. And I don't think Chelsea will finish as low as 10th, personally. No. Um, but having said um, having said all that, I, I broadly agree with everything else that you just said. Okay. Um, as I said at the start of this, it's, it's a kind of interesting arrangement this Sunday game because it is at Stamford Bridge. I don't think I don't actually think Chelsea were that good against Spurs, but I didn't need to be. That That's what good. I mean. Yeah, yeah, and, and so they they fair enough. They end up winning four one, and and I'll go back to what I said earlier. You, you can talk about the late goals, but Chelsea <laughs> had so many chances. Nico Jackson, who who to be absolutely fair to him, is a young player full of potential and very much in that kind of breed that Chelsea are trying to sign mm. a lot, lot to come from mm. him I, I'm sure but 
it was quite strange to me how he couldn't adjust to the line that Spurs were planning to get himself onside. Mm. It was quite telling the way he scored his goals was someone of better experience like Raheem Sterling mm. breaking the offside trap, timing his run properly and cutting the ball back. And he was putting the ball into the open net. If, if that was a top player at the top of his game, like an Nkunku maybe, mm. I think that's worse for Spurs. I think that scoreline looks worse for them. Mm. And so what am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is, you, you know, I wonder whether he can make a serious impact against a team like Man City if he starts up front. Mm. We want to see Doku again, don't we? Oh, I love Doku. Uh, yeah, yeah. I it's love Doku. Loads of fun. Yeah. All the fun. On Saturday at 12.30, which gets us underway um, tomorrow, uh, Wolves versus Spurs, the Premier League's key match incident panel, by the way. K-Mip. Yes, has been very busy. The K-Mip. Yeah. The well, K-Mip posse. They've been very busy, presumably, trying to appease Gary O'Neill. Um, K-Mip, Norfolk's best mu- North Norfolk's best music mix. <laughs> <laughs> now, they ruled that both penalties given against Wolves in the Newcastle and Sheffield United games shouldn't have stood. Yes, I think good, isn't it? If you're a Spurs player in this game, just... Just do forward rolls in that Wolves box. <laughs> sooner, sooner or later, one of them's getting given. And do, do what you want in your own, in your own box. Yeah. You know, presumably, as we've seen. <laughs> um, they did dismiss um, K-Mip. Uh, they did dismiss uh, Mikel Arteta's <laughs> complaints and said the decision to give Anthony Gordon, um, Gordon. his goal against Gordon. Arsenal was correct. So again, that is that has affirmed or right. confirmed um, that Mikel Arteta's comments were embarrassing. I'm off for a cup of tea, Jim. You carry yeah. on. <laughs> so I, I, this did give me pause for thought, to be honest, because I, I read the, the sort of explanation of, of this, and there's a line that says, although Joe Linton does have his hands on Gabriel, there isn't enough to award a foul as Gabriel had made an action to play the ball before any contact. And this made me think back to school, because I remember if you went to sit down and someone pulled your chair out from under <laughs> you and you fell over, the teacher would go, I'm sorry, you've made an action to sit down. <laughs> So my hands are tied. I can't do anything. Yeah. So, yeah. so you made an action. Enjoy so, your broken spine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you're right. And the thing is, this is this is speaks to the, this this speaks to the very heart of the problem, right? When I saw that information uh. released by our friends at the K Mip Posse, right? <laughs> I thought, great, this is justification for me to have a big go at Jim. Yeah. And it'd be funny. We'll put it in the group. He's done you there. Well, he has done me there because they've got no credibility. So, because K Mip have got no credibility, everyone goes, well, if they think it's a fucking great decision, yeah. it's probably a shit one. Right. So now it turns out Jim was right. Look, the really mad thing about this, as well, from, from my perspective, is that naturally we're all sort of, you know, vulnerable to this, that you, you naturally can't help but back your club to, to some point initially in mm. situations like this. Every time I, I turn around, I was about every to time say. I turn around, they're doubling down again and again and again. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just dizzy at this point. At <laughs> <laughs> some point, no. It though, keeps going on. Mm. But if, imagine if there's another big stinker in an Arsenal game this oh, weekend. There's going to be, of course, like not necessarily <laughs> this weekend. At some point in the season, there will be. Or there'll be one that isn't that bad that seems worse because but, but, of it. But yeah, that's a good point. Now the dust has settled, though, Jim. And I know you've got your point on the Arteta thing and you make your point articulately about the K-Mip Posse's decision and their, their kind of statement, which is further kind of, <clears> you know, further just muddies the whole thing. Mm. Do you now think that now the dust has settled, it was quite it was wrong for Arsenal to release a statement? As a uh, yeah, I think the statement was unnecessary. I said yeah. that at the time. Um, Mark is laughing. That was a serious question. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, I'm laughing the fact that you just want Jim to say that that was unnecessary. But it was unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, I, I said that said at the time. But yeah. I just want to hear it again. I, I just <laughs> quite like the fact that when, you know, Mikel Arteta was obviously described as, what was it? Is it Mercedes or Rolls-Royce Neil Warnock? Yeah, or Mercedes like Neil Warnock. Mercedes yeah. Neil Warnock. Yeah. Well, Neil Warnock has had his say on far. I saw that, yeah. Surprise, surprise, everybody. Yeah. 
Oh, well, the trouble is referees. I mean, they've never played the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. But one point he, he talks problem about... Is it's, it. it's, his problem is it's, uh, it's, it's, it's administrated in London, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Stockley Park. It's fucking London. Yeah. <laughs> I just sort of think, like, do you really want ex-footballers in yeah. the, near the tech? And also, who's going to be doing that? Like, Neil, like, Neil, if you actually watch the whole video... James Milner. Yeah, well, yeah. What Neil said was he doesn't want it to be managed, managed or administered by typical London lefties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Neil makes me laugh. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. Yeah. But but giving them the login for the, the, for the video. The, oh, the best thing though is that that when he finished, uh, the, the, like as his um, little chat ends, he says, you know, he's moaning about it. Says so they don't understand the game. We need ex players or ex or, or, or manager, all this sort of stuff, the usual bluster. And then he said, I mean, but if you're taking more than thirty seconds to decide a decision, then obviously that's that's poor. You just just go with what the referee has given, you know, even if it's wrong. It's like no, but that's the, <laughs> so there we go. Like you've just yeah. undermined everything you've said. No, you didn't say that during your career. <laughs> <laughs> well, it went up. I mean, by thirty-one seconds, they realised it was offside. But no, yeah. we should have moved but, but on. Neil, as it stands, you're never going to have to deal with VAR. Yeah, <laughs> not in the championship, mate. Not in the championship. There's a couple of things that could happen instantly to yeah. make it better. One is stop the clock when they're doing it. All right, and that makes it slightly better. Yes, uh, and the second thing is um, the idea that. If it's not clear and obvious, just don't worry about it. So what you're saying there, what Neil's saying there... But that's still open to interpretation, Luke. He's yeah. pra- mm. Everything is... Issue, that, we uh, see that it, time and time it's again. It's all open to interpretation. The other thing, sorry, the other thing I was going to say you could do right. is you let everyone hear the dialogue. It's all just optics, though, isn't it? It's all just that, like, clock, the clock doesn't anything? look as bad if it whips up Luke, to 100 it will minutes. only annoy people even more. Don't good, you process. good process. Good process. <laughs> it will appease... On picture decision, good process. It will appease nobody. No, but it will appease the conspiracy theorists in theory, but oh, we shouldn't be tra- Exactly, yeah. we shouldn't be trying to the, appease This is them. always going to be the case, right? Referees make decisions and they get the vast majority of decisions correct, but of course there's some whoppers that you think, oh, blimey, you know, that's that's very frustrating. Right, let's bring in VAR and... By and large, it has eliminated most of them. Yeah. But of course, when there is a bad decision that is that is that is given by VAR, it makes it even more frustrating. That's all it's done. So we're in a better place, unquestionably, yeah. but it's going to be a little more... So you're going to have a little more frustration, but you can have more decisions correct. I think people have quite short memories about how frustrated everybody was by yeah. like poor decisions prior to VAR. And yeah. obviously VAR has created a completely different set of frustrations, which seem more dramatic, which is in a way quite fun in its mm. own way as things get heightened and people like let's be honest people like to get wound up about football it's yeah, 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 how dare um, you say that but yeah I, I, there's this get idea fucked, that it was this, <laughs> this, this idea that it was just like like land of milk and honey and everything yeah. was really yeah, really but, chilled yeah, out yeah, pre-VAR yeah, yeah. but here's the reason why it was brought in but here's the thing you say that and that is anecdotal and that is talking about personalities sure. and people's um, feelings that's about emotion basically the, the facts of the matter before VAR came in, and this was widely talked about before they brought it in, was that referees get over 92% of yeah. decisions correct and, and assistant referees were getting over 98% of their offside calls correct. Mm. So actually, when you put that into the broad scheme of things around players making mistakes mm. and managers making mistakes and everyday life people making mistakes, they were pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah. And we tried to fix a problem that necessarily didn't need fixing. We tried to help them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds ridiculous. They, they opted to go them. for this thing. That, mm. Well, maybe. I, I mean, look, yeah, I, this idea that the standard of refereeing has been really, really, really poor. 
again, you look at the stats. I admit there has been some decisions. But this has undermined them. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because they've lost their they've lost their authority on the yeah. pitch. But, but, the, we... the, but, the, but the, honestly, the, the side that I felt most sorry for with regards to the decision of the season have been Wolves. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but I'm basing that, one and the but I'm basing that on two decisions really, maybe three. But that, that's it. Um, can, on the game Plus itself, costly ones, admittedly. On the game itself, yes. This is a massive test for Spurs. Because um, they've got so many players out. Yeah. It's a 12.30 kickoff, which means it can be a bit sluggish. They played on Monday night. I know they didn't have Europe, but they played on Monday. Um, they've got a decision to make around who they play at centre-back. And this... how high that line is. Yeah, well, listen. Don't worry, they won't score. They'll get in loads, but they won't score. You say that. Mm. If they, if Ange Postacoglu wants to go after a game, mm. they've lost 4-1 at home and say, that's who we are, mate. Yeah. That's how we play. Mm. I think that might be Eric Dara and Pierre-Emile Hoiberg at the back. Lovely. <laughs> it might just be... Let's see you two on the halfway line. Yeah. Because they are not well, the quickest might, players. We have seen them on the halfway line, Luke. Yeah, but, but the th- here's the thing. Van de Ven's an absolute athlete. Yeah. He's a quick athlete. Romero's pretty quick as well. They're going to have to either play the, the young boy um, who hasn't I don't even played in the Premier League yet. Is it Ashley Phillips? Or they're going to have to play those two guys at the back. They've got 10 players out in, uh, injured or suspended. Yeah. Well, I, I, they're going to attack. And that's why people, the neutrals, have been enjoying them this season. And that's why they got a round of applause from their own supporters, despite losing 4-1 to a rival. They'll line up with a defence of 10, a midfield of 10, yeah. and a forward line of 10. Mm. All in the big long line. All in the big long line. <laughs> and, like the and, human centipede. And, 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 and VAR will miss the fact that they've got loads of extra players on the pitch. The human spursipede. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Uh, but it should be a good game, nonetheless. Before we go to our ramble lack, everybody, a little uh, update on our Peter Reid and Dominic Cummings situation. Not our situation, I think it's the nation's situation. Yeah. On Monday, of it's course. For all of us, not just for us. Yeah, on Monday we all discovered that uh, they had agreed to meet up for a drink. On Thursday, Dominic Cummings posted a picture of himself with a bandage over one eye after <laughs> having emergency surgery. We all leapt to conclusions, uh, yeah, quite yeah. frankly. But he then tweeted saying, and no, this is not the result of my excellent drink with Peter Reid. Yeah. Well, we all know that Dominic Cummings has trouble with his eyesight. So he's probably just yeah. into something there, isn't true, he? But, true, true. Yeah. I, I I've got a theory on this. I think they're, they're starting a new single-issue party based around getting the hand of God overturned. I, I was just starting in 3D. <laughs> yeah. Butch is in. Butch hasn't heard about it yet, but he's <laughs> in. They had to do it when Maradona but, had passed on. Butch is the attack dog. Have you ever just had... So we've all gone out and had a nice drink with our friends, with each other. Yeah. Well, have you ever described it as an excellent drink? Excellent drink, guys. <laughs> Good process. Um, <laughs> I, I was disappointed to see this news because I quite like, I would have quite liked Dominic Cummings to have been chinned. <laughs> <laughs> By Peter Reid, but by yeah. anyone really. Slacting poison, he could have popped it in there. Yeah, there's a lot of people would say <laughs> that you know, acting. a lot of people would say that you shouldn't advocate for violence in the political sphere. It's the way to lose an argument. It's the, mm. it's not. It's, it's it goes beyond what's acceptable. Mm. Um, I would disagree with that. I would yeah. say Dominic Cummins getting a punch in the face is arguably exactly what he needs, and probably what he needed when he was a lot younger yeah. to stop him being such a dickhead. Give him a little bulk. He's a failure of British bullying. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think why are we always why are we never bullying the ones that need to be bullied. <laughs> That's my issue. Pete seems to want to reward him because he says. Give, give him a bonk, a bonk yeah. give, 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 a bonk. give every Tory French bencher a, a bonk put a bonk on it bonk Which, them all what kind of bonk the old uh, bonk on the head a bonk, bonk, on, the bonk head. on the head a Keystone Cops old fashioned yeah, bonk okay. on the head right right yeah. right, right with right. a truncheon with your with own truncheon, truncheon. <laughs> with a truncheon yeah with a Pringles can yeah. <laughs> uh, it's time for uh, <laughs> Betfair will be absolutely delighted yeah. that it's now time for their <laughs> football ramble uh, this is a segue they always dreamed of um, with give them a bonk 
With Betfair, you can bonk your own football accumulators this season <laughs> with their 90-minute payout. Where all winning selections will be paid out in 90 minutes on their match odds 90 markets, regardless of what happens in added time. And this weekend, you can get a completely free acker on the football, so do check that out. Today and every Friday, of course, each of us here will choose our own weekend Premier League game and build an acker of four match odds 90 bets. Now... We haven't had a win this season yet, but it's only November. And what a you will see, win. yeah, exactly. And what you will see from these statistics, I'm going to read out throughout this um, little section, is that individually we actually do pretty well. Um, so we just got to stick at it. I think that is a fa- that's why I said collectively because yeah, yeah. that's we just some, let, it's some let each other down. <laughs> some people's fixtures are just too brave. Uh-huh. I, I partly think that it's mostly your fault, Pete. No, because you pick a random, you pick quite a rogue selection sometimes. But more on that in a minute, Marcus. <laughs> Um, you are up first. You've got nine out of eleven correct. I mean, it's, very good. it's, it's brilliant. It's, it is. it's just under ninety percent. Yeah, and it was that um, VAR decision, of course, that cost Liverpool and me on yeah. that particular. Prediction. Right, all of us and charity. Indeed, it did. Um, yeah. I'm going for a Nottingham Forest win away to West Ham. It's bold, Ooh. but his record speaks for itself. And and because West Ham played in Europe and they might be a bit tired. Yeah, well, that's, that's Forest got that's, a good win recently. That's my prediction. Don't ask me why. Okay, it's a good feature, this, isn't it? Yeah, it's, <laughs> um, like that is part of it. Hi, Betfair, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, sorry, I would have done more on it, but um, Marcus he, he wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't let me ask wouldn't. him. I wasn't allowed to ask yeah. him any questions. He said no further questions and walked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, Marcus. Not Appreciate your input. Yeah. Um, no, I think they're going to do it, and I think they're due a win uh, away in London. Peter, right. this is exciting. Here we okay. go. Right. You, my boy, right. are on a hat-trick. <laughs> yes. You've got three out of seven correct, but you've got your last two correct. So mm. think about this. Form player. Yeah, what are you going for? We'll get to your draw later on because that's ridiculous. Uh, Wolves versus Spurs, I'm going to go for. Uh, and Bonk, Bonkakoglu has got uh, selection issues, as you said, uh, yeah. Luke. Um, I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be a draw. So and, a tra- and that's my at trick, all right? A draw at Molyneux? That's my <laughs> lock. I think, I think that's a nice bet. That's my lock. Fair enough. Uh, Jim. So we have a subplot developing, which is I keep betting against Fulham. Yeah. Marcus advises me not to. Mm. And then Marcus, as he loves to be, Turns out to be right. I think it's only happened once. Well, that's enough. That's enough. 100%. But, but you have really reacted to it. When we're planning this in the WhatsApp group during the week, though, whenever someone says, whenever, it doesn't matter where he is or what he's doing, yeah. if anyone backs against Fulham, straight away, Marcus is typing. Yeah. <laughs> this is a swear word. So You're an idiot. You're yeah, an idiot. We were so close to getting Donaldson. I know. Yeah, wrong, I know. Yeah, I know. Because so <laughs> I, I wanted Manchester United to win because ultimately I, I want charity to win more than mm. the team. You care more support. about that, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to put this theory to the test. Um, I think Fulham are going to get crushed like their beloved Conservative <laughs> Party in a by election. <laughs> by Aston Villa. <laughs> so Aston Villa to win. Yeah. Right. You Fulham. do your bit. I'm just going to see who the local MP is. You can write a Jim, Jim, I mean, joke of the side, we all like to have a laugh. You've only got four out of ten. Uh, yeah, I so know. You, you I need know. to get Part back on the horse. Is, is this weird vendetta with Fulham. So, yeah, yeah, I need Villa to do me a solid here. Fair enough. Um, yeah. I've gone for Brighton to beat Sheffield United at home. <laughs> now. The reason for that... I'm not having any criticism of throwing my no, own you're choosing those fixtures. It's because Vish isn't here. Right. So okay, I've got to do fine, the, uh, I've got to do the okay, easy gimme. Right. That said, Brighton did play midweek. You know, they did. The foundation. So, yeah, so uh, Brighton to beat uh, Sheffield United is my pick. I've got five out of eight correct. So in summary, Nottingham Forest to win at West Ham, a draw at Molyneux between Wolves and Spurs, Aston Villa to beat Marcus's brave Fulham boys, and Brighton to beat Sheffield United. The £10 bet with Betfair on that returns £196.88. If we win... All that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK. Plus, for every stoppage time goal in the Premier League this weekend, Betfair will donate £10 to Prostate Cancer UK, come what may. So remember, with Betfair this season, when you place a bet on their match odds 90 markets, your winning bet will be paid out in full at 90 minutes. Importantly, 
Any bets that are winning at 90 minutes but are there undone by some stoppage time drama will not be affected. And that's the same for our Rambalaka every week. Opt-in required and previous deposit required. Max free bet varies from £1 to £10 per customer. Minimum odds of 1.5 on minimum one leg. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. And for more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia <laughs> of football. I don't know what that means. Oh, what? It's a simple game of categories. It's Jack's encyclopedia. If you're going to go too slow, you're going to hear Gary Neville, and yes. that's about it. So I um, developed Gary O'Neville into a verb last week. It right. got picked up on okay. social media. I said when Marcus was taking ages, Gary Neville the cunt. Mm. And to Gary Neville someone is to mm. hurry someone up now. Oh, right. Did he retweet okay. that one? Take, he did, he did it, no. <laughs> is that That's like, the thing. It's quite awkward, actually. Is yeah. that like Paxman? So Get Neville Paxman. loves my output without ever right. actually listening to it. He loves your output. Yeah, he, I love it. He loves his output. You all do, don't you? Do you like Fizz's output? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Round number one, we're going to kick things off with Jim. Hello. After Pepe became the oldest oh. goal scorer in Champions League history, you knew this was coming. Right. Name the 20 oldest outfield players to ever be used in the Premier League. Oh, oh, you oh, you. Yes, okay. outfield players in the Premier League. It's their age at the time of their last appearance, people. Tiago Silva. Tiago <laughs> Silva. Be in there. 39 be in there. years, one month. Got to be in there. Brad Friedel. Nice. Oh, nice. I like it, but I did say outfield. So. Oh, sorry. Oh, silly me. Very me. silly. Yeah, that's, that's me crossing out uh, David James. Um, <laughs> <laughs> James David. I'll go for um, your friend and mine. Um, played for Brighton. There's now a coach, I think. Bruno. 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 Ooh. Ooh. Full name? It's, I just, he's just known as Bruno, isn't he? Uh, Bruno. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Bruno Saltor. Oh, that was fabulous, darling. <laughs> 38 years, seven months. Nine! <laughs> impressive, impressive stuff. Jim, who have you got, mate? So I I reckon he's still around, and I reckon he's James Milner. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was going to go next. James nice, Milner. Nice no way. Yeah, in there. Luke yeah, Moore. In there. Luke, Luke Moore. Okay. Pressure, big, pressure, big pressure, pressure. Teddy Sheringham. <gasps> Brilliant. He's the oldest. 40 years, eight months. Congratulations, oh, yes. Luke Moore. You could have had uh, Brian Robson, Colin Cooper, Demon Dash, uh, Dennis Irwin, Gordon Strachan, Graham Alexander, Kevin Phillips, Mark Hughes, Nigel Winterburn, nice. 39 years, mm. and one month. Uh, Paul Scores, Phil Jagielka, Ray Wilkins, the late great Ray Wilkins, uh, Richard Goff, Ryan Giggs, Stuart Pearce, uh, Trevor Francis, uh, and Two Guy. Do you know what? I Two Guy. I really thought Brad Friedel was older when he played. You imagine if he did like one appearance at left back. Yeah. That's a point for more. Come on. All right. Round number two. Let's kick things off with Jim. We work together. Tactically, yeah. Send each other messages. The 20 players who have made the most appearances for Pep Guardiola throughout his career as manager. The 20 players who have made the most appearances for Pep Guardiola throughout his career as manager. That's a great question. It's the Pep mainstays, Marcus. Got to be Kevin De Bruyne, surely. Kevin De Bruyne, 317. Good. Not far off top. I will go with Sergio Aguero. Sergio Aguero, 182. I will go with Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi, 219. I'll go for Xavi. Javi to Renette. David Silver. Nice. David Silver. <laughs> Fuck. Surprising. No. Unfortunate. That's really surprising. That is isn't surprising, it? isn't it? Okay. That's why I was looking down my list. I was, he's got to be in there somewhere. I thought he'd be down the bottom. It's alphabetical. <laughs> uh, we'll go for Andres Iniesta. Oh. <clears throat> 
Blimey. Nope. How Not about that? I'll have Carl Walker to win it. And you will. Yeah. You didn't need well to done. do it. You went first, didn't you? So you would won it anyway. Well, I wanted to rub it in. There you go. <laughs> I, would, I would argue there's no such Carl Walker. You could have won it, Jim. You could have had Danny Alves, Edison, Fernandinho, um, Gabriel Jesus, uh, Piquet, Gundogan, yeah. John Stones, two, three, five, yeah. two, three, five. Get on that. Phil Forden, two hundred thirty-four. Really? Raheem, Raheem Sterling, two hundred ninety-two. Sorry, 292, Marcus. That is incredible. Raheem Sterling. Uh, Mares, 236. Rodri, 221. Uh, Sergio Busquets at 191. Keita at uh, 188. Victor Valdez at 200. And... Calvin Phillips. Far, far <laughs> and above uh, the, the, the leader. Bernardo Silva at 318. Wow. How about wow. that? Wow. Wowzers. Wow. All right, Luke, uh, the go. 20 players who have made the most appearances for Jose Mourinho throughout his career oh. as manager. Oh, wow. The 20 players... Who have made the most appearances for Jose Mourinho? He's moved around a little bit more. Is that fair to say? And he's he's also, um, you know, kept kept loyalty with slightly more (laughs) underwhelming footballers. One might argue. Okay, I'll go for John Terry. John Terry, JT two six six. Jim, I'll go for Frank Lampard. You might two one five. Um, Surely, Ped check. Ped check one nine five. Um, your friend of mine, um, the great Ashley Cole. Yeah, that's the other one I had. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, I had a chance to win! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Yoki Moa. I will go for, given that he played for two different clubs that Mourinho was at, I think Nemanja Matic. 209 matches. Well played. Well done. That's brilliant. Well played. I completely forgot about him managing Man United. Mm. I'll have Julio Cesar. Oh, very good. But it's oh. not the one. He's not in there. He's so, not in there. So that's a point to Jim, that's right? That's a point to Jim, Jim. Well, so okay. Here we go. Right. It's a three-way tie, tie break. break. That was but a tricky before one. Before we Mourinho leave, one. I'll let you know the... Uh, so you could have had Angel uh, Di Maria, Chris Smalling, Makaleli, Ronaldo, that's Drogba, nice. Hazard, um, Casillas, Benzema, Ozil, Sen, Ferreira, uh, Pepe. One, two, five. Uh, Sammy Kiedra and Sergio Ramos and Xabi Alonso and uh, 293, the leader, uh, Carvalho. Oh, he was at Real Madrid longer than we all (laughs) remembered. For fuck's sake. (laughs) All right, the tiebreaker. Here we go. This is what the people want. Ed's on. Ed's on. Who goes first? Uh, Jim goes first. Top 20 club stadiums by all seated capacity in the United Kingdom. Top 20 club stadiums by all seated capacity in the United Kingdom, this is according to Wikipedia, and the stadium has to be the regular home of a club in the UK, so Wembley doesn't count as one. Okay. All right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Top track. 20 club stadiums <laughs> by all seated capacity in the United Kingdom. Jim? I said Old Trafford. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry darling, I missed that. Okay, Old Trafford. Yes, no 74,000. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. <sighs> 62. St. James's Park. St. James's Park is in there, 52. Ibrox. Ibrox is in there, 50. Well, I've Celtic Park. Yeah, you and bastard. A, and a bet, 60. Um, uh, Anfield. 53. Due to increase soon to 61. Ooh. The Emirates Stadium. Emirates, 60. I'll have uh, the Etihad. 60. Beautiful. Now we're getting to slim now pickings now, the, aren't we, boys? <laughs> Down to the business end. Now you're making, now you're making oh, your money. Yeah. I'll go with um, Villa Park. Nicely done. Nice. 42 in there. 
So I will go with the London Stadium. Yeah. London That's Stadium, good. 62. Yeah, Under and off. Go for the Stadium of Light. Stadium of Light. Good no. shout well there, Marcus. Marcus. Really 49. Guess. Well done. That's brilliant. All new stadiums. Thanks, bruv. Hillsborough. Oh. 39. Yeah. Very good, Luke. This is a good round. Stamford Bridge. Stamford Bridge. 41. How many left? Full of dickheads. Um, <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, seven. You got seven, seven left. left. Seven, seven left. left. Goodison Park. Yeah, it's in there. Get in there. Well done, mate. Forty. Oh, now forty. We're getting, huh? Now we're getting. Now it's getting tough. Um, the going gets tough. It's Torres. Oh! St. Mary's. Oh, oh, I actually, good, I really, good I really, goal. I really wanted you to get goal. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting tough now. Yeah. Unless I can pull one out of my brain, I'm going to go for the Amex Stadium. Nah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately not. I'll have the Walker Stadium. <laughs> it's not called that. <laughs> Oh, it's not you mean even the right. King Power. <laughs> oh, did I say that? I was yeah. bloody hell. So we're all back in. in. Yeah, you're all back in. Well, you oh, you got it wrong anyway. You, you, you got it wrong anyway. Um, Lucky Moore. Here's one for you. Here's one, here's one for you. <laughs> Here we go. Here we Put go. Put it out there. Yeah, yeah. Carrow Road. Oh, oh, I like it, but I don't like ah, it. Ah, shame. No, sorry, mate. Bramall Lane. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. The city ground. I'll <laughs> back in. Um, Jesus. What did you say then? The One last ground. round and then the you're out. Ground. Okay. Um... It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> that was mine as well. Go <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, Jim. What oh, have we got for tough. us? Um... Just... It's Torres. Oh, you never get a good Neville. No. Come on, Marcus, let's have a Penenka. Surely the King Power Stadium. Fucking hell, Marcus, no. <laughs> I, mean, I thought uh... Should we keep going until we get one, guys? Oh, until oh, one of you proper... idiots gets this one. This is one of those penalty shootouts where everyone's going, would somebody <laughs> yeah. put it away? Okay, okay, okay. okay they okay. can't believe this. We're missing obvious ones here. We must be. Um... <laughs> I'm giving you a lot of time because you need it. Portman Road. Oh, St. Andrews. Fuck's oh, I thought about that. Yeah, oh, God. There's points where I can't remember the name of the, of the yeah. club stadium. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Sellers Park. It's not right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, just know, I just know it's not that big. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sound of the name of stadium. Yeah. Main okay. road. Like, <laughs> oh, it's back on me, right? Back on you. I don't want it on me. I can't believe it. There were there were people going mental listening to this guy. I can't yeah. believe you've not thought of this. Okay. One. Okay. 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 Um. <laughs> it's Torres. Oh, I'm sick of hearing that. <laughs> The county ground. <laughs> just name a stadium. Jim! To be fair, that name was, a stadium! The Hawthorns! Any, any stadium! Hawthorns was the one. Piss off! <laughs> Marcus! 
Give me a goddamn stadium right now that's got... I mean, you can have over 34,000 and you're pretty much there. His son Dev, a big just the place fir- you've been. He's just the first one person to name one. Watching some just, football. He's just the first person to name one. Wins. Fucking Gary Neville the cunt. <laughs> it's Torres, oh, Craven Cottage. Ah! I know it's wrong, but if it was right, I thought I've got to say that. I've got B places, Luke. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I can't believe this. Um, Brownwell Lane. Right. <laughs> the baseball ground. <laughs> Do you mean Pride Park? Correct. Well done. Well done. There Fucking hell. We needed a winner. We did. Play the outro. Fuck off. See you later. <laughs> what Thanks for listening. Go to twitter.com forward slash football ramble. For yourself. We've got TikTok. We've got everything. Thank you, Betfair. See you later. Bye. <laughs> I think I speak you could have had heart. Cardiff City. You could have had Coventry. You could have had Ellen Road. You could have had Hampton Park. Queen's Park FC player there. You could have had the Riverside. Get it together. I thought about saying Hampton Park because the Queen. Fucking say it then. Yeah. Ellen Road's a poor one. That was the big one. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Shit in your hat and punch it. As, yeah. yeah, as a great man once said. Oh dear, harumph. I think we've returned to the original re- meaning of it. There we are, everybody. Thank you so much for <laughs> listening to the Football Ramble, the home of Jackson Good- Encyclopedia. Of facts and memories. Yeah. Um, Send it Pug Moles way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Football Ramble Preview Show, of course, sponsored by Betfair, part of the ACAST Creator Network. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at Football Ramble. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Get your pit ball on. The keys are in the lock. Get out there and visit one of our fine stadiums yeah. in the land. There's loads to choose from, apparently. Go to a bigger mm-hmm. one because you yeah. get more chance of yeah. getting in. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thanks. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. <laughs> thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. <laughs> 